1: Dietz & Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: Shop now at DietzAndWatson.com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way.
0: This episode is brought to you by Miss Jones Baking Company, which is proud to present the world's first line of microwavable organic desserts in a cup.
1: Yep, I tried one yesterday. I tried the fudge brownie. I stirred in a little bit of oil and water, popped it in the microwave for 30 seconds, put a little vanilla ice cream on top. Mm.
0: June and I had the uh, the warm double chocolate, and that was my favorite. I've tried all of them.
1: So if you're ready to taste the magic, and I know you are, use the code SPILLEDMILK at missjones.co. That's missjones.co to get two free desserts in a cup with any online purchase.
0: hey yo, i I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And I just put on my headphones.
1: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we eat something delicious cook oh
0: oh god okay the show where we cook something delicious eat it all and you can't have any
1: it's very hot in the studio and we are sitting next to a lot of ice cream because this episode is called something like non-stick frozen treats yes meaning uh, not with a stick correct but i've made some Executive decisions that I haven't told Molly about until right now.
0: Oh, no. Okay, tell me.
1: Okay, so I was thinking this was suggested by listener Deborah. A while back, we did frozen treats on a stick, but there are so many good frozen treats that are not on a stick, such as ice cream sandwiches and frozen cones and other. And when I went uh, with wife of the show, Lori, to Safeway last night um, to peruse the freezer aisle, uh, there were so many appealing ice cream sandwiches and so many appealing frozen cone products that it was like, no, we, we have to – I cannot come home with 16 things. We'll die. So – I've decided that this episode is just going to be frozen ice cream treats that are, don't have a stick, are not cones, and are not sandwiches, okay. although one of them is sort of a sandwich.
0: Okay, wait. And and I, I would like to ask producer Abby, uh-huh. when she you know listens to this episode, works on this episode, to please make a note that we want to do... An ice cream, like, cones episode, and we want to do an ice cream sandwiches episode? Yep. Okay, yes. Absolutely. God, I can't wait. This is
1: not going to be the last time we eat ice cream. Oh. Okay, Whew. so what does this mean? So this means things like Klondike bars. woo Snickers ice cream bars. Okay. Ben & Jerry's pint slices, a.k.a. expensive Klondike bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing from Hagen that is... It's like an ice cream bar that's sort of based on the concept of a Twix. Called, it's the uh, Dulce de Leche ice cream cookie square. And so it's got like a All chocolate right. cookie layer and an ice cream layer and then it's enrobed. And, uh, uh, and ice cream mochi.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you got mochi. Cause yeah. Because that totally qualifies. I mean, it we, does. We could be doing a whole mochi ice cream episode. We
1: totally could. But, but I just got vanilla mochi ice cream from the Mimo brand.
0: I feel like we should start with either the vanilla mochi or the Klondike.
1: Let's start with, the mochis I think benefit from sitting out a little longer, so let's start with a vanilla Klondike. Okay. Oh, we should like get a cutting board and like cut, or are we just going to take bites off it? No,
0: no, I don't want to bite off your melty ice cream.
1: Okay. Bite (laughs) off my melty ice cream.
0: Okay, Matthew, wait, but while we're doing this, while we're eating- should we talk about, like, in general, like, are, are there items in this category that we really love, like, the, like um, that you regularly buy at the grocery store, or if you're, like, on a road trip, you might buy them out of the, like, sliding top freezer
1: at a convenience store or something? Right. Uh, okay. So, I feel like I am most likely, this is this is the category of ice cream fe- confections that I think I've purchase the least Me too but I don't have a good reason it's just like the the sandwich or cone or stick format is so is so reassuring that's what's on my memory lane mm-hmm. like I don't really remember having any of these things as a kid most of them didn't exist I'm sure I did have a Klondike bar but uh, there, there's a lot of innovation going on in the ice cream sphere I They're, they made a sphere for example
0: I had a Klondike mm. bar for the first time in my teens when I was working occasionally. For a caterer doing like prep work, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, like stemming an entire case of green beans. This was in the summer in Oklahoma. Topping
1: and, and tailing them.
0: Yep. And um, and mm. this caterer, there was a guy who who worked there alongside me. I think his name was Jay. And he swore that Klondike bars had the most delicious ice cream of any of this category of confection.
1: It's very good.
0: And so he always kept these in the walk-in freezer and and you know, we would eat them as like a treat after doing our work.
1: The ice cream is way better than I expected. Uh-huh. It's so smooth.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, that's that's really like clearly they were going for max smoothness, as I always do in every situation.
0: I feel like the union, of the ice cream and the Klondike uh, <laughs> like chocolate crispy thing is quite perfect neither on their own is really all that notable
1: way to stand up for the union
0: but together you've got this like crispy chocolate thing that like snaps between your teeth and then uh-huh. begins melting immediately. You've got this ice cream that's like a little too sweet yeah I think uh, but it, and it but it almost gets this foamy quality as it melts yes. in your mouth.
1: Oh it's so good. I feel like maybe we're being a little like liberal with the with the perfectly engineered food product moniker. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Designation? I'll write it in. No, 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 no. I, I was gonna, I was gonna put it out there. I think this might be one. Mm-hmm. So I got to say, I, I could have gone like all Klondike because mm. they are there are so many.
0: I know. I've had like the Heath Bar version. Yes. The this is better. The original is like where it's at. So
1: I had one recently that was like a brownie Klondike. It was very good. Oh,
0: okay. Oh Um, man! But the the
1: original is hard to beat.
0: I love the taste that is left in your mouth after you have um, swallowed a Klondike bar, and the chocolate is still sort of coating your teeth.
1: Yes. Mm. Okay, so next up we've got Mimo brand mochi ice cream. So mochi is made from pounded cooked sweet rice, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's uh, you know you've probably had a mochi ice cream. But it's uh, it's super like chewy and uh, kind of stretchy. Mm.
0: I love this is now like widely available. Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's does mochi ice cream. Mm -hmm. They've got like a mochi ice cream like bar essentially. Yeah,
1: I didn't do Whole Foods. I I didn't hit Trader Joe's for this episode. They've got some good stuff in this format, I assume.
0: Um, I really like mochi ice cream, but I don't love a vanilla bean.
1: I like it. I, I I'm definitely getting like. Well, are, are you objecting to like sort of an artificial vanilla flavor
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. i'm I'm getting that, and yet, like if you handed me one of these on a hot day like today, like you just did
0: what's uh oh what's the the powder on the outside? Is it rice flour on the outside of mm. mochi? Mm. I love the texture, like the chewy, weird kind of like uh like gummy quality of mochi against the melty, extremely cold ice cream.
1: So I think it may be wheat flour. It's so,
0: mochi is so, it's a strange texture for the American palate, I think. Don't you think?
1: The box descri- describes it as deliciously squishy, which mm, I- I
0: would call it gummy.
1: Yeah. And, but, and but I in a good it. way. In, yeah. yeah,
0: in a really good way. I feel like this is a texture that, like, I, I'm glad that it's gone mainstream.
1: Yes, I feel like I want to start putting things back in the freezer. I think you're right. Okay,
0: okay let's put the Klondike back in and the the Mo Mimo Nemo Finding Dory.
1: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Left Field Farms.
0: Left Field Farms is that refreshing new dairy brand founded on a left field thought. Just let the cow do its thing.
1: Their cows, unlike most cows in America, eat non-GMO feed for a simpler, less processed diet. And they can do cow things and they've gotta be comfortable in order to do that. And that's why basically if you visit a farm that's affiliated with Left Field Farms, it's gonna be like a cow spa.
0: Yeah. I mean like, well, I'm trying to imagine what this would be like. Or they're like, Can I get a
1: hoof manicure there? I think so. I think you can you can get like a massage of your flanks. Oh,
0: um, Ooh, that sounds great. I'm uh-huh.
1: Um Ooh. you can um, I mean, I guess what what is a like alfalfa?
0: I wonder if I can get like uh get my fur curried and and brushed.
1: Oh, I I think I, when you said curried, I was thinking <laughs> it made me think of something different.
0: <laughs> anyway, Left Field Farm produces delicious milk from these happy, happy, well-cared-for cows, and they also make coffee creamer.
1: Yep, so wonderful things come out of Left Field, and you are going to go into your grocer's dairy aisle and find Left Field Farms. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Canvas People. So you probably got a lot of photos, and you probably got some that are your favorites. What are you going to do with a favorite photo? Is it just going to like sit around in a folder on your phone forever and you forget to look at it? No, you want to make a beautiful print of it that you can hang on your wall and keep forever, and that is where canvas people comes in. This is not like photo printing like you get at the drugstore that looks like crap and gets folded in your pocket on the way home. This is a beautiful inkjet print on a high-quality artist's canvas that comes mounted and ready to hang. And you can import a photo directly from Instagram or Facebook. You can print a square photo. You can print a portrait or landscape photo. I ordered a photo that I took in Japan from canvas people on a beautiful 11 by 14 inch canvas. It looks awesome. You know, I ordered it just kind of like, you know, here's here's a photo I took. Let's let's just see how it looks printed on canvas. I don't know. It looks amazing. It looks so good. Like I am excited to hang it on the wall permanently in my house now and to get yours, uh, you're not going to believe the deal that we've got. You can get your own 11x14 Canvas People print for free. You just pay shipping and handling, and you'll get a customized Canvas print that you're going to love. Go to CanvasPeople.com, and to get your free 11x14 print, enter the offer code MILK at checkout. That's CanvasPeople.com, offer code MILK.
0: So how about next? Let's do the Snickers, or do you want to do the pint slice? God, I'll bet this was expensive, a pint slice. wasn't it? Look at this. This comes in a box like uh, like PG tips.
1: It does. It comes in like a treasure chest, basically.
0: Oh my God! There are only two, three in the box. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> there are only three in the box. I would have, I
1: would have loved it if you kept going. Like, wait, I mean, four, no, five. Wait, it's a magic box. Uh, yes it's uh, you know it's Ben and Jerry's it's a premium ice cream product can you
0: open this mm-hmm. I feel like I would never buy this because it seems way too I don't know how much this costs but even just thinking about how much it might cost it feels like too much Also this seems just a little bit too big
1: I've definitely put away a pint slice it was fine
0: I've never eaten a pint slice Oh good chocolate mm-hmm. Better chocolate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Oh, I take it all back. This is great. <laughs> it's worth it. Worth it. Ah. Uh, okay, so this is the cookie, chocolate chip cookie dough. So. A slice of the ice cream wrapped in chocolate.
1: Here's the thing about the pint slice, and this may be shocking, but I think you've, I think you've grown to love that about me, that, that I can lay down.
0: Would you cut me another another <laughs> slice of that?
1: I was in the i was I was on a roll.
0: <laughs> stop.
1: Do I dislike the pint slice? Not at all. Would I eat a pint slice handed to me at any time? Yes. Would I choose to purchase a sl- pint slice over a Klondike? I don't think so. Hmm. I, I think, think it's, overall, I think it's a better product though. I, Every Come Come every ingredient honest. in the in Be the pint honest. slice is better, but I think the, the Klondike is so refreshing somehow.
0: The Klondike feels lighter. Mm-hmm. But, but I, that's not I, you what know I'm what? going
1: for. They're both ice cream.
0: hmm Oh man, that pint slice, that is the
1: It's good. And this is oh. the chocolate chip cookie dough flavor, which is the closest <laughs> to plain you can get from Ben and Jerry's. Remember when they introduced chocolate chip cookie dough and like it was it was a real like pre internet, the whole world went nuts? Mm-hmm. Like can they even do that? And the answer is they can do that.
0: This is so sneaky. So right <laughs> right on the lid, right on the lid, they tell you some like nutrition facts per one bar. Okay. They give you the calories, the amount of sodium, the amount of sugar.
1: I'm then familiar it, then with it nutrition says, facts.
0: Then it says twelve grams sat fat. Well, one serving actually has eighteen grams of fat, twelve of which are saturated. That's really sneaky that they just put saturated fat on there, so that people who are probably like, "Oh wow, okay, twelve grams of fat, I can live with that." Or,
1: I'm going to say something shocking, like you don't you don't give a fuck. I don't I don't want nutritional information on my ice cream. Well, I
0: don't want nutritional information on my ice cream either. In fact, I intentionally information about allergens. Sure,
1: yes, but
0: no, I I. I avoid looking at the nutrition label of most products. But it's but they
1: put it right in front of your face.
0: But they put it right in front of my face.
1: Yes. Okay. I will I will agree with you that that seems sneaky and also just like who you needs it. You don't
0: care. Okay. Hold on. Let's slip it back into the sleeve.
1: Slip it in the sleeve. Could you what would happen if you made a sandwich of like a pint slice between two pieces of toast?
0: It would be dumb. <laughs>
1: but a, a lot of I mean, they so
0: dumb. You know, know
1: what know. else they said was dumb? Uh, heart transplants. No way. <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> I mean, they probably said it was hard. <laughs> um, I, you know,
0: I took a class in college about like we read the like the journal, like the published journal article after the first kidney transplant. Oh wow, man, it was really cool. Like
1: of the recipient.
0: Um, it was just I think oh, it was, oh
1: the oh the journal art like. When you said no, d- I was not, imagining like, like the, li- the live journal of the, no, of the like recipient. A
0: medical <laughs> journal. Talking
1: about like, you know, I think maybe I got the kidney of a of a murderer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Matthew, we shouldn't laugh. That happens.
1: <laughs> that that you get a murderer's kidney. And then you become a murderer. That doesn't happen. I know. Like I know, I know this I'm the-
0: joking.
1: That the rules of improv require me to yes to and. go along with you on the premise that people genuinely turn evil because they get the wrong organ. But this this time, I just can't go there. Well, if
0: I ordered an organ, like a church organ, and I got a different organ, I would turn evil. Because...
1: Like if like it was like an octave too low or something? Yeah. Wow. Like the, the diapason was broken? Oh,
0: god!
1: Like... You know what I would do if I ordered a church organ? <laughs> I would pull out all the stops. <laughs> have you ever played a church organ? No, I want to. It is like I, I've played. I don't remember where this was, but like a classic pump organ. It is so satisfying. Can
0: you find a way
1: for us to, for us to be able to do that? Yeah, there should be something like karaoke only with an organ, <laughs> but not. <laughs> do it sounds we like have... we're talking about like like genitals. But do you
0: think that any of our Listeners have access in the city of Seattle to a a church organ, and they can get us in to play it.
1: If you're a deacon or a vicar- A church organist. Or a church mouse, (laughs) please get in touch. Uh, Contact at com. We would like to come play your organ. I need to rephrase that now. (laughs) But do you know how to play anything on the organ? I don't think I do. Chopsticks. (laughs) I, but it's not. It's not percussive. Heart so and soul.
0: Heart okay, yeah, okay, that's right. Heart and soul. I fell in love with you. Heart both. Both and, of
1: those things I feel like are like too staccato to. to why am I criticizing like <laughs> <laughs> your your choice of organ music when this probably isn't even going to happen? Oh, it's going
0: to happen. Okay. Our listeners, they really care about us.
1: All right. Snickers ice cream bar. I love it.
0: I love it too. Mm-hmm. I think. It's a little, almost too peanutty, though. But that's what that's what a Snickers is. It's peanut forward.
1: Yeah, and I, the peanuts stay crunchy.
0: Mm, this the really caramel
1: good. stays gooey. This
0: often shows up in ice cream vending machines. Yes, and I, this that is a solid a choice, choice all the time. God, when was the last time you saw an ice cream vending machine? That doesn't happen. often. Probably
1: in Japan.
0: I've seen one in the states because I've bought a Snickers ice mm-hmm. cream bar out of it, but I don't know when that last happened.
1: I know. Yeah, the, we need to get. Ice cream vending machines, That that is that going to be our contribution to society? We're going to no. start a petition to bring back ice cream vending machines no. and church organs?
0: Our contr- uh, church, bring back <laughs> church organs.
1: I'm sorry, I interrupted you. What is our contribution to society going to be? I'm still working on okay. it.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Listeners, weigh in. Facebook.com slash Milk Podcast. <laughs> what
0: is our contribution? Uh-huh. Oh man, we're almost done with these.
1: Yeah, those is good because I'm hitting the ice cream wall.
0: I, yeah, I am too. That ice cream wall, it like comes up harder and faster than you think. It
1: really does. It's like it's like we're crash test Especially dummies. Especially
0: when it's eleven twenty two in the morning. And
1: this kind of constitutes lunch. Because we had uh we, we taped uh the BLT episode earlier this morning. Ooh,
0: this is a little bigger than I expected. And i was this kind of is expecting like bonbons. Hey, do you remember those like bonbons? We need to talk about
1: I So I did not see bonbons or dibs in the ice cream section at Safeway. And this surprised me. And I don't know what what was going on there because that definitely fits into this category.
0: June almost uh, bought some dibs from an ice cream truck when we were at the beach recently. But what? She was super close to buying dibs. And then you
1: jumped in between her and the truck. It was like, no. No. And instead she bought like this
0: like Jolly Rancher snow cone thing. I mean, I I, I let her choose. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But kids choose the worst ice cream thing. My
0: fucking god! Like no joke. Like the fucking
1: SpongeBob with the bubblegum eyes.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. June's friend Arrow the other day chose the Angry Bird popsicle. Yes, exactly. Kids will choose a thing that is
1: just frozen food coloring on a stick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, children! Mm -hmm. Oh, hmm. my partner would love this.
1: Yeah, I like it. It, This is the Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche. Dulce de Leche. Uh, dulce de leche, ice cream, cookie, square.
0: It's like on a ch- uh, like a very dark, almost brownie-like chocolate cookie.
1: Mm-hmm. Dulce
0: de leche, ice cream, the whole thing's dipped in chocolate. And I think it's too much.
1: It's kind of too much. It's too big. If they made this mm-hmm. in like a quarter the size, and you could is... like pop it as a bite, it would be amazing. mm
0: mm-hmm. um, So Ash is the kind of person who loves like a warm brownie sundae. Mm-hmm. Now, I love brownies. I don't want them warm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them with ice cream. I feel like it's too much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I tend to and agree, I-
1: except that sometimes I really like a warm brownie sundae. <laughs> also...
0: Oh, my God, you just did this thing where you, like, flipped your wrist and, like, looked at me like,
1: I love a warm brownie sundae. And well, it was
0: just, like, it was so cute.
1: But also, my, I realized my mouth was starting to freeze as I spoke and wouldn't quite form words. So okay, came out kind of warm brownie Sunday, <laughs> Like, I was doing a little ventriloquism and here in the studio
0: there was a woman who uh was an a- acquaintance in oklahoma when i was growing up and her husband i am gonna i'm gonna go into this her husband please we got time came it, it came from one of the old money oklahoma families uh who they're like some of the people who bought the seattle supersonics and made them into the thunder oh So this is like big
1: principle. I hate those people, even though I don't actually care. Well, yeah,
0: no, me too. Uh, But no, these people, you know, like the gym at my old, like prep school, high school is named after them. Like they gave the money for it. It's like, um, like those kinds of like big money families. Anyway, I remember running into her somewhere. Like somehow she knew my mother and anyway, she and her husband had just gotten back from a trip to Hawaii And somehow she started talking about his shoes. And she had this way of speaking like while smiling where her teeth like (laughs) always stayed together like this. Oh no. And so she was talking about Bobby's Gucci loafers. And I have spent like the past twenty five years of my life imitating that as often as I can. Oh, God.
1: Bobby's Gucci loafers.
0: Bobby's Gucci loafers. But she didn't That's have amazing. A, she didn't have a British accent. Okay. It was Bobby's Gucci loafers.
1: Wow. Yeah. Did you get to see the loafers?
0: I think I probably did. Um, Her husband frequently wore Gucci loafers. That
1: sounds like an expensive shoe. I don't even know, but.
0: Oh, I I don't know how much a pair of Gucci loafers cost. I come from a very strange place. It's got
1: to be like more than $30. Like,
0: you know, you think of Oklahoma as being like, you know, a a vast sea of nothingness.
1: No, no, no. Not at all. I think of it as being.
0: Trail of Tears. No, no.
1: I mean, yes, but Cassidy Square. Yeah. Maybe, pretty much just that, Nichols, Nichols Town, Nichols Hills, Nichols. Nichols that
0: is a, a staggering, like, uh, yeah, I grew up in this like weird proximity to this crazy, weird ass wealth uh,
1: mm-hmm. filled
0: with Gucci loafers, like
1: wasps where they're wasps,
0: big time, big um, time. So like men who were out golfing in their Gucci loafers and their skin was like polished to like a high shine.
1: Yes. Do you know uh, what
0: I mean? Do you know? Like that I tight, mean, shiny skin.
1: Yeah, I ran across some of these people when I went to private school uh, yeah. for middle school. That
0: was my my entire yeah. upbringing.
1: So I think to this day, as a result, like now, like if I go to a museum and I see that there's a wing called like, you know, the... The, the Sackler es- wing. Yes, the Esther. Which is
0: basically funded by the opioid epidemic. I could go on.
1: There you go. Well, that that perfectly illustrates my point because the, what I always think is, like I look at the name and I'm like, oh, they're probably some kind of asshole. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and
1: and probably they are. I mean, no, no offense, if, if listener, if your family funded a museum wing, we no, take I mean, we take donations. You,
0: thank you for funding that museum wing, so that we I would could change go the to name it. of our
1: show to the to the Esther and Peter Slobodkin uh, right memorial podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would for sure love some of that Sackler money, but I don't want <laughs> opioid epidemic blood on my hands.
1: Okay. Me neither.
0: By the way, have you? There's an incredible New Yorker article about the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma, and
1: I have not. I've not read it, but I. But you know how much I love it when you when you recommend a New Yorker article to me. <laughs> listeners,
0: go read this. It is. I mean, I think. I hope we'll by, link to it. I hope by now we all understand the roots of the opioid em- epidemic. Uh huh. But this this will just throw you over the edge into rage and fury. Um, as, as which is where we should all be about
1: this. It's where we should all, all be like 22 minutes into this comedy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay, really if you're not angry by now, you, you've, probably been listening to this podcast. Um, okay. this this is what happens when you eat a bunch of different kinds of ice cream. <laughs>
0: um, absolutely filled with rage about the injustices of the world.
1: When I think a minute ago when I said the, the Esther Slobodkin, I think I was thinking of Esther Slobodkin, uh the author of Caps for Sale.
0: Oh, I love that um, book.
1: Oh yeah, it's great. Years ago when uh you. When I,
0: you. you 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 give
1: me back my caps. Uh, years ago, when wife uh, of the show Lori and I were living in New York City,
0: uh, were you visiting the Sackler Wing at the Met? We
1: often? were probably. I think I think back then it was like they they didn't lean on you quite as hard to make the suggested donation, especially if you live in New York City. And so we would just kind of wander in.
0: I feel like they're still that way.
1: I I but there's been a lot of controversy recently that about them like really like clamping down.
0: Like trying to really get you to yeah. put some money up,
1: yeah. um, and we'll, we'll link to that article too. It was probably in <laughs> the New Yorker. Okay. Um, and we uh, we saw that Esfyr Lobodkina was going to be signing at Books of Wonder, the the children's bookstore in Chelsea. And I'm not sure if that's quite the right neighborhood. And uh, and we were like, we definitely need to go see Esfyr um because, like, we didn't even know she was still alive, and like mm-hmm. and we love caps for sale. Um, but then um, they had to cancel because she died.
0: Oh, God, that's so sad. I know. That's so sad. I
1: think, actually, like, she, she was sick, and then she died shortly after that, but it makes a better story.
0: Well, yeah. you know, I love that that, that book lives on. Absolutely. I so I bought that book when June was little because I remembered it from when I was a kid.
1: Oh yeah, I loved it when I was a kid.
0: And then recently, I gave a copy to my friend Sarah who just had her second baby because I was like, "This household, Sarah, needs caps for sale." You
1: she had a first baby and didn't receive a copy yes, of caps for sale. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Now I was like, I'm I was angry like, too. I was like, we're gonna fix this. Also, what kind we're, we of need society? To the opioid epidemic.
1: <laughs> yes, you this is what you said as you handed over the children's book. <laughs> yeah.
0: I am such a fun friend That's right. to
1: have. That's
0: right. This episode was brought to you by Left Field Farms.
1: Left Field Farms brings you delicious milk from happy cows and they just let the cow do its thing.
0: Yep, they eat non-GMO feed, they get to lie around in the shade eating grass.
1: This sounds really good. It's it's hot here and I would like to lie around in the shade eating grass, but instead, <laughs> I'm going to dip my cookies into a delicious cold tall glass of Left Field Farms milk.
0: And you can too. The next time you're in the dairy aisle, look for Left Field Farms. <laughs> You can find us at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, where we'll link to all this extremely funny stuff.
1: <laughs> and and probably post a list of the ice creams we tasted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe
0: maybe like order ordered by like our preference.
1: Yeah. What, what? Wait. Okay. So what were, I think original Klondike was my favorite.
0: I'm going to go- the,
1: sim, the sheer simplicity of it.
0: I'm going to go with a tie between the Ben and Jerry's Cookie Dough mm-hmm. Ice Cream Pint Slice and the Klondike. Okay. Followed by Snickers- Followed by the vanilla mochi, mm-hmm. followed by the the Haagen cookie square thing, which was just too much. It was too much. It, too it much. seems like it
1: seems like it would be so good.
0: Uh, yeah, um,
1: I'm gonna go Klondike on top, Twix. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't have, we didn't have Twix. Snickers. Okay. <laughs> mochi. Pint slice. Pint slice and uh, cookie co- cookie thing. That's everything. Did I yeah. forget one? Wow,
0: the pint slice is going that far down.
1: I don't know what my problem with the pint slice is. Everything about it is good, and yet the whole thing for me just—it it feels like kind of too much in the same way. I love way. that
0: we've like swapped places on this because I started out being like, I'd never buy this bullshit yes. pint slice, and now I'm like,
1: <laughs> I, I think pint you slice. accused the pint slice of being somehow responsible <laughs> for the opioid epidemic. I did. Uh huh. I just
0: want to, hold on, hold on. Okay. While we're ending this episode on an unfunny note, I also want to say that the opioid (laughs) epidemic is not funny.
1: Yes, no. It's not funny. I want to be clear about that also.
0: Great. I'm glad we got there. And the reason why we're bringing it up on this comedy podcast is because I'm seething with rage.
1: Yes. as ice cream induced rage. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Facebook. Facebook. What what do we want people to tell us?
1: It's not something something funny, please. Yeah. Something like what's your what's your favorite non stick, non cone, non sandwich ice cream confection. And how do you feel about the pint slice? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you said pint slice and not something else. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I was. Re- I found that the, there's a coffee pint slice that seemed really appealing oh, to me. Oh God, I should have gotten that. That's perfect. I mean, <laughs>
0: that is like the best use of the pint slice because yeah. when I have Haagen Dazs coffee ice cream, which is the brand of coffee, coffee, ice coffee, cream.
1: buzz, buzz, buzz,
0: Haagen Dazs.
1: Oh Haagen Dazs. Sorry, you yeah. said Haagen Dazs.
0: I usually buy Haagen Dazs coffee yeah. ice cream, but anyway, uh I always put Hershey's chocolate syrup on yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, the two they belong together. Yeah.
1: Uh, you can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms like Stitcher, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, etc. You can find us on Instagram at Milk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Our producer is Abby Circatella.
0: Long-suffering producer. Uh-huh.
1: And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk.
0: You monkeys, you! You give me back my caps!
1: I'm Matthew Epster Burton. <laughs>
0: I'm Molly Weisenberg. Hi, This is Spilled Milk, the show where we suffer.
1: Yeah. Um... Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.